0: Alright, hour number two, of the Chris Gordy show underway here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. Happy to have you guys with us. And happy to have this guy joining us right now. He had a uh, he had a cup of coffee here in New Orleans several years back, but had a nice NFL career, including one that got him a Super Bowl ring with the Baltimore Ravens. He is former NFL wide receiver Cadre Ismael joining us now. Cadre, how's it going, man? It is going extremely well. Great to catch up with you, man. Uh, look, as uh, the Saints made some news yesterday, we, they brought in a couple of uh, veteran running backs in Jamal Charles and Terrence West. There was a talk of they tried to invite uh, DeMarco Murray in, but he politely declined. And then by the end of the day yesterday, the Saints were, in fact, impressed enough with Terrence West that they signed him to a contract. So I said, let's, uh, let's get a guy who covers the Ravens on to talk a little bit about Terrence West. Uh, what are the Saints getting in uh, the veteran running back Terrence West?
1: I think one thing that stands out with Terrence West is his shiftiness in the hole. I think he's one of those backs that can make a guy miss when the blocking scheme is calling for everybody to have their guy, yet you got to make a guy miss. And I think in this day and age with the different looks defensively that you're going to see, especially in their division, I think that that's where Terrence can really thrive. And at the same time, from out of the backfield purposes, I think Drew's going to like the fact that, you know, he could be a reliable target for him when he doesn't like what he sees down the football field. So, you know, he, he has some some real good shiftiness. He has good uh, vision, and he can catch the ball out of the back. So I think the one thing that, you know, he probably would need to enhance in his game, and I think he's doing that, you know, maybe probably, he's probably about maybe four more pounds away from being very explosive and at the same time talking about that 50, 60-yard open field run for a score.
0: You know, it's it's a situation where if Mark Ingram hadn't been handed that four-game suspension, I mean, maybe the Saints aren't even looking for a veteran guy because they were, had such a great dynamic last year with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara as, as a rookie. But obviously, with through the first four games, they're going to be without Ingram, and so they're looking for that guy who could step in and kind of be that, that backup or the guy who could share the load, at least with Kamara, in the backfield. Uh, talk a little bit about last year. I I know Terrence West, you know, battled some injuries and, and that sort of thing, but really, you know, for Buck Allen and then really Alex Collins taking over that lead role. I mean, uh Collins just had a monster breakout year for the for the Ravens, and so I guess what? West was kinda of behind the eight ball at that point.
1: Yeah, he was. I think the offense was kind of sputtering and neutral. Uh fans were looking for someone to really be that explosive player. They weren't finding it at the tight end spot. They definitely didn't get it from the outside receiver spot, and here comes Collins. And I think uh the, the way in which he was able to, you know, knock off, I think he had like three or four 50-yard-plus runs, and that was something that you hadn't seen since, you know, going back to Ray Rice when he was on the team. So, you know, for the fact that Alex Collins was able to, you know, be that positive spark, it really put Terrence West in a position where, you are know, like, all right, you know, we, we like you, but, you know, we kind of, We fell out of love with you and, and it happens in this league, but I think the fact that, you know, he remained focused, he remained humble and wasn't a malcontent, you know, really spoke a lot to Terrence as far as his character and helping out, uh, Alex Collins get up to speed on the offense and on the little details of the nuance of, uh, the position for the Ravens offense really spoke a lot to me as far as just his, uh, his character and his focus in the locker room.
0: To be a running back in the Saints' offense, you got to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, just what does he bring in terms of a threat out of the backfield to catch some passes?
1: He has worked hard on his game as far as that is concerned. The passing attack has been one where, you know, a lot of times you're in pass protection. But uh, in obviously the Saints, you guys do a lot with your running backs, whether it be, you know, a lot of the screen packages or, you know, Getting the guy out one on one on whether it be a linebacker or a safety that isn't as good, and I think that you know Terrence can be that reliable threat. Um, that's the one thing I think that you know really has improved in his game immensely is him in the passing attack.
0: Talking with Kadre uh, Ismael, former NFL wide receiver. Kadre, uh, you had a cup of coffee here in New Orleans back in 1998, primarily as a uh, as a return man. What do you remember about your time down here in New Orleans?
1: <laughs> the good of it was the fact that it was New Orleans and the people down there were just amazing as far as uh, their passion and, and their desire for wanting a winning team. The not so good of it was that we had arguably probably the worst coaching staff uh, ever assembled that I was on and, and uh, just really felt frustrated with you know, being with Denny Green in, in Minnesota and you know, just looking at the way Jimmy Johnson did things down in, in Miami to to going on a staff where, you know, right before we on a Saturday is usually, you know, your your perfect practice kinda you know, just wrap up some final thoughts. You're you're going over an entire, you know, blitz package scheme from the defensive coordinator. Then over on the offensive side of the ball, you're putting in, you know, plays that are gonna be on third down. You're like, wait a minute. We're we're doing third down red zone now. Like we just did that. This is this is supposed to be review, and the the sad part about it is that it showed we started off hot, and then all of a sudden teams quickly figured us out, and it was just downhill from there. So I think um, it was good. Great guys in the locker room. Great guys that you know were able to uh, you know hang with, and I I still consider good good men to this day in the Coliseum. You know we talk about you know some good times, but at the same time you know it was. Uh, <laughs> it was less than desirable to be coached by them
0: and that was that was Mike Ditka right I mean it, it's Man, crazy
1: come on now I think Mike was <laughs> you know he was in a position where he's just like yeah I'm, I'm riding on being Mike Ditka and, and right. you know he, he was a great he was he, he was a great um facilitator hey you you you're you're in charge you're in charge you're in charge I'm just gonna make sure you know I'm here and you know he would give a couple of rah rah speeches, but you know the the <laughs> overall overall coaching um now. Nah. Nah, yeah. He if, if 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 I guess if he you want to say hey he has to be accountable for his staff or whatever, then so be it. He just didn't put together very good staff at all.
0: Well, when you have two guys named Billy Joe at quarterback, I don't know if uh, I don't know if it's going to bode well for you. The, the Billy, Joe Hobart, Billy Joe Hobert, Billy Joe Tolliver years, not so great. But there were some tremendous players on that. I mean, Willie Rofe, obviously one of one of the greats, went on to be in the Hall of Fame and and all that. Kyle Turley was another, you know, yes, a high sir. haired guy. Kyle, but Kyle
1: came in. He was, uh, I mean, he was just. I, I love Kyle. He was uh, as awesome as it got when it came to uh, just his intensity right off the bat. He was he was a good dude.
0: And you missed just by a year. A year later the Saints go and trade trade their entire draft away for Ricky Williams and
1: Yeah, so- yep. I <laughs> went to uh, I went from the wilderness into where I needed to be and that was uh, here in Baltimore and <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whew, good, I'm, I'm out of there. Yay, go ahead, draft Ricky. <laughs> the undercover of Sports Illustrated with the wedding dress thingy and all the yeah. other stuff that goes along with it. So let, let me I, ask- I was I was glad to be where I was at, um, and it's kind of funny because, you know, years later, Ricky came up for a hot cup of coffee here in, uh, uh, Baltimore as well. And, um, just, you know, good, good young, good, good dude, you know, just real, real, real super, uh, intelligent when it came to, you know, just life in general. So yeah, I, uh, I, like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time in New Orleans for, uh, the camaraderie that was with the guys, but,
0: outside of that you're like what the heck what are we doing just wasn't yeah let, let,
1: let me ask you cadre
0: Don't have I'm, I fire Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you about the the super bowl team i mean obviously a, a lot of folks it, look when we look back on that super bowl so many people say oh the defense carried that team and the defense won that super bowl and you know uh, trent Dilfer doesn't get any respect and all and all this sort of thing you being part of that offense, I mean, are you? Do you take offense when people say that? Because I mean, obviously, you guys weren't a nothing on offense. You guys were productive. You had a uh, tremendous running back, Jamal Lewis. You had uh, a tremendous offensive line. Do you take offense when people say, oh, that the defense won that Super Bowl"?
1: No, not at all. I mean, it was one of the all-time greatest defenses to ever step on the field. So, you know, who am I to to quibble about it? I think what frustrated me was that, yes, you know, we we had a a very productive offense um, but the but part of it was is that what you see with say a Drew Brees um, you just saw a guy that was able to just make play after play after play unfortunately there were some injuries that Trent just never really self-disclosed to others um, and he had you know some significant injuries that affected his game and he just couldn't be you know truly that open up Let it, you know, let it fly kind of a guy. And it was ironic because when we got to the Super Bowl, we did open it up. We had, you know, opportunities to, to make some big plays, just couldn't connect on a few. Um, but the fact that, you know, we had an all-time defense, you had a Hall of Famer and, 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 uh, Shannon Sharp, you had a, uh, a Ring of Honor guy and Ben Coates. And like you said, you know, Hall of Famer and Jonathan Ogden, I mean, you had guys that were just, yeah, they were the real deal. And I I think, you know, when I look at my time, you know, on that team, I mean, it was so much fun. I mean, just outright fun as far as what, you know, we, we accomplished that year and uh yeah, I I don't care. I mean, you wanna say whatever you want to say from the outside, but kiss my ring and off I'll go.
0: <laughs> How much fun is it with that Ravens team at the moment? And you go out and you draft Lamar Jackson, uh so what are you seen out of them and what's the uh, future for Joe Flacco in your mind? How much longer is it gonna go?
1: No, it's interesting because I think the, the Ravens offense has been sputtering for a few years and it's really been uh tough to watch. And and I think, you know, you get a a, a Lamar Jackson and, and you get, you know, guys on offense that I, I don't think are projects. I think these guys can flat out play. And, you know, they're in a position where they can do what they need to do uh, to contribute to this team. I mean, yeah, you know, Joe needs to, to, and I think he does. It's not like Joe needs to and he's not. I think Joe is in a position where he realizes, I got uh, some good free agent receivers. I got some good explosive guys uh, that they drafted from tight end position. I think at the same time, I got good uh, people um, from a, a veteran standpoint that are coming back that are going to be healthy and ready to go. Um, Shoot. You have no excuses. I mean, otherwise, yeah, you know, I think it'd be in the Ravens' best interest to have Lamar uh, develop um, and learn the game. Um, but at the same time, man, shoot that dude! They're gonna put him on the field, and he's gonna be Mr. Excitement. And let's 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 watch him. I mean, I'm I'm excited about this year. They got guys that it's not about developing; it's about playing and, and making plays
0: talking with uh, Cadre Ismael, former uh, Baltimore Raven, now uh, broadcaster over there in Baltimore. One more thought on this current Ravens team. I mean, you guys have had a wealth of tremendous players. Uh, obviously, defensively, we talk about Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, uh, two of the best to ever play, but Terrell Suggs, I think, doesn't get enough credit for all he's done in his his lengthy career. My goodness, when you talk about 15, 16 years in the league, I mean, this guy has always done it at a high level. Do you think Terrell, how many more years do you think Terrell's got left in the tank?
1: Yeah, you know, I I think when you get to this point, it's a year by year experience for him. And I think, you know, when you look at it, um, it might be this year, maybe next year. Uh, For sure, this year, he's, he's. in tremendous shape, you know. I know that they're going to be really smart with him as far as their recovery. You know, I think the Ravens have, you know, stepped up their game as far as the, the recovery element of of football and 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 helping out guys. So, you know, John Harbaugh, he works his guys hard, but at the same time, he's very smart with veterans, and that I think is where uh, T. says is going to, you know, have his his opportunity to chill. Um, and, and and you know, he's. he's <laughs> His his leadership, you know, it went from being kind of like you know a, a, a second lieutenant, ha-ha funny, to you know a a, a three star general who, you know, knows how to push guys' buttons the right way and 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 get the best out of them.
0: Forgot to mention it in the quarterback question there. How's Robert Griffin looked, and if Lamar Jackson impresses enough, is he possibly going to knock Griffin from having a spot on the roster comes regular season time? <laughs>
1: Boy, I, I mean, that, that's a, an amazing question because you're looking at, you know, a Ravens team that typically only kept two quarterbacks. And yeah, RG3 has looked good, but he has not, you know, necessarily been a, oh my God, RG3, wow, he's been good. <laughs> and I think, you know, preseason, preseason games, that's where you're really going to see what, you know, RG3 is going to mean to this team. Um, because typically, you know, we've seen where for the last two years anyway, Ryan Mallett, uh, have like a subpar preseason and you would think he was gone, but then Ozzy and company winds up keeping him because he's of his veteran presence. I think RG3 has a veteran presence. I think the fact that RG3 now puts himself in a position where, yeah, you're going to have an active Lamar Jackson on the field. There's some packages that he might be in that's going to really help, uh, him and the team and the offense be more excited, I think uh, you know you could see RG being like an emergency quarterback type of scenario.
0: Uh, last thing for you, Cadre. Uh, they, obviously, the the offense, w- we talked about how it, it hadn't been the same in, in recent years of the passing game. They bring in some weapons to help Flacco, or really whoever the quarterback is going to be this year, and um, you know Michael Crabtree, who's obviously been very productive the last few years out there in Oakland, and then they bring in a former Saint, Willie Sneed, uh, they steal him away from New Orleans yeah. and bring him in the beat. Uh, what can we expect out of Willie Sneed this year in Baltimore?
1: Oh, Joe loves throwing it down the football field. And I think, you know, <laughs> Willie's probably like saying to himself, yo, listen, um, here's what Drew did, okay? Uh, why don't you just go ahead and look at the film. Drew is a lover of the deep ball, too. Okay, all right. He's accurate. <laughs> he can be precise. He's going to the Hall of Fame. You're going to be in your team's ring of honor. So let's just go ahead. You look at the sneed on the back of the jersey when I'm lining up. Throw me the ball. End (laughs) of discussion. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Willie Snead, look, everybody in New Orleans will will love him for his time here. And obviously, I mean, that, that playoff game against the, the Vikings in those final two minutes, he made a huge grab for the Saints. And uh, unfortunately, that'll be his last one as a Saint as he's now a Raven. But uh, I think some folks in New Orleans will be rooting for Willie and, and hope, hoping that he does well there in Baltimore. And uh, we'll see if uh, whether it's yo Flacco or maybe the Lamar Jackson era begins sooner rather than later. Uh, what he does on that offense, he is uh, Quadre Ismael, former uh, Ravens great, and uh, hey, we'll we'll even put you we'll put your uh, time in New Orleans in there as well, Quadre. A, a remembered time for us here in New Orleans. Appreciate you I, jumping on with us, man. I
1: appreciate you guys, man. And Definitely, I'm dead serious. I love my time in New Orleans. The fans were amazing. I'm disappointed that I couldn't maximize my time there as a player. I take full ownership of my uh, lack of production as a receiver, but definitely enjoyed my time there and
0: appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely man, we appreciate it. Cadre Ismael joining us there, uh, former NFL wide receiver, covers the uh, the Ravens up there in Baltimore, and uh, um, appreciate him jumping on. I, I just figure when the Saints signed Terrence West yesterday, I said well, let me get somebody from Baltimore on to get a perspective on what Terrence West will, uh, will bring to the team, but uh, yeah, obviously uh, some ties there to New Orleans, and the 1998 Saints maybe won't be remembered as one of the best teams ever, but they had some good players on that team, and Really Um, remembered at all? Unfortunately for for Cadre, he was about uh, 11 years too early. If he'd have come by in 2009, he could have been part of a Super Bowl team. But.